Welcome to Goals and Shit, the podcast where we explore identity, ego, the struggle, and success. I know that sounds heavy, but it's also funny as hell. So join us as we maneuver through life and its challenges. Hey, yo, welcome to the Goals and Shit podcast. I am Alexandria. I'm SEMY. Clacia into this industry Ooh. by industry we mean the film industry as creators mm-hmm. so i know we all kind of have our own unique stories and i'm curious you know i feel like i know you guys but i know there's stuff about your lives and why you do what you do that i don't know mm, crazy so tell me homie like why did you get into this crazy unpredictable business all right homie number one okay that's <laughs> on the mic one two one two yeah I got in this business because one day I went into my mom and dad's room Mm -hmm. and I was inspired by this thing I saw on Disney Channel where they just made like these really short films. I think like in between uh, commercials, Clash UK. (laughs) (laughs) Shout your parents out in every episode. (laughs) Wait, moment, mommy and daddy, thank you so much for all the love and support. Back, back to this. Um, <laughs> no, but literally, I walked in, and I was inspired by Disney Channel, I think, like, a few days um, ago, and then I saw the camcorder, Yesterday. and my, right, oh, well, a few years ago. <laughs> a lot of years. I know. Um, saw 20, camcorder. probably. <laughs> but it was funny. Yeah, okay, y'all, y'all need to slow down on numbers. Um, but I saw the camcorder in my dad's room, mm-hmm. and I picked it up, and I was like, hmm. And I just, it just kind of started from there. I started recording and making stories and I just felt, I just fell in love with filmmaking. It got so bad that every time my sisters brought her friends over, I was like, do you want to be my movie? Do you want to be my movie? Do you want to be an actress? And they're like, my sister's like, Essie, nobody wants to be in your movie. It was so bad. But I mean, I wrote a script, I shot it, I edited it on um, Windowmaker. I don't know if y'all wow. remember. Yeah, I remember those don't, days. Don't date yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Who didn't tell us what tech you were Did you have an wow. iPod? Like, wow. <laughs> so, and then after that, I got, um, I showed it in the living room. I connected the cords to the camcorder and we all sat down and we watched it. Oh, that's dope. And wow. um, that's what I did. And that, I mean, that just really sparked it. I never thought mm-hmm. that would be something I could actually do for a living yeah um after that i'll tell my dad i was like can you please buy me a new camera um a new editing system like i was all in it but at that point did you know exactly what aspect of the industry you wanted to be a part oh, of not or at you, all you were just an auteur like you wanted to do everything <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a beautiful um experience yeah. to be able to have an idea and to be able to shoot it edit it and then like at the end of the day sit back and watch it in your living room right. and I think that I still have that love today for film and television yeah yeah you yeah. know so that's kind of how I started went through 
um, high school did acting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Alex and I did that together, but state champion. Come on yeah. now. All right. State. Y'all got medals. Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah. Award-winning okay. actresses. Award-winning. All right. Are they certificates? That's about it. My mom still has them for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Honestly, I just never gave up on it. Yeah. It was just something that was always there. It developed from acting in film to being behind the scenes to however I could express myself as a creative. Right. And it got to the point where I was just like, nah, this is what I want to do. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know why I said it like that. But, uh... <laughs> you just got real hood. We, it's so funny because all of us are like very well educated, but we like yeah. the, the amount of like flipping and ebonics that right. go on between. There's like all an of us is yeah, really it's like funny. an internal like blackness <laughs> Like I was listening to J. Cole on the way over here and I'm like, get off my. And I'm just like, why am I rapping this so hard? This is not appropriate. I am a whole mother. Like. <laughs> And, uh, you know, sometimes I played in the car with my daughter, and I'm like, is she learning from this? Absolutely. She's absolutely learning. Coach She's going to be a, yeah. a, a thug. Yeah, <laughs> because that's my alternate, you know, yeah. But, but um, actually, the question that I had for you, Essie, going back to your story, which I think is so, like, so interesting that you were just like, hey, like, give me the camcorder. I'm just going to shoot whatever it was that came to mind. Do you remember... I do. You do? My first short film that I produced was called The Missing Purse. The Missing what? Purse? The Missing Purse. I know you were 17 years. I didn't know anything about this. I'm like, I gotta take you on a date. I see y'all have questions inside. It's called The Missing Purse. I'm telling you. Um, was it genre? Was the purse missing? It was. <laughs> Yo, Tell us. <laughs> Basically, like I said, I was inspired by some short film I saw on Disney Channel. It was yeah. something similar. And I was like, okay. Well, what's gonna be missing? I'm like a purse, mm -hmm. and it's so funny because now that I think about it, basically, this girl's purse was missing, mm -hmm. and she went around the house asking people where the purse go. A one sleuth right there, wow. her Nancy Drew. <laughs> it was so funny because I think I made one of my sisters like the evil person who stole her purse. <laughs> Ooh, which one? Which one? I think it was my baby sister, Yah. You did it to Yah? Yeah, you deserve that. Yeah, well, because see, the funny thing is that my god sister was the one playing it, and they were like the same age. So it made sense. It was a lot easier to direct them. You right. Know? I need you to go over here and then pretend like it's missing. <laughs> and then later on, they found it, and I was. That was basically it. She, her purse was missing, and she was looking for it. Mm -hmm. And she later on found who took her purse. Who Where was it? it? Yeah, like, girl, yeah. Girl, girl. This was so long ago. My goodness. I had to be, like, I think elementary school or, like, mm -hmm. middle school when I made this. We didn't ask that. Who took the purse? <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you, I don't remember. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you, it's been a long time. Right. Okay. So it was more about the journey than the actual destination. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Short film that I produced. That's right. You should do it again. You know, but yeah. like an adult like version of it. You oh, know, it's my purse. And then yeah. like on the subway in New York, and it's just gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then they're like just roaming the streets trying right. to find this missing purse, and this this whole like love story genre. Oh, wow. <laughs> Clayshia G. Clayshia G. Yes. Tell yes. us about your story. How did you yes. get into this industry? Um. Wow. Whew. Yeah, that feels really. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. 
So I came, um, I came in as a writer. I think I was always a writer. Um, you know, going back to like elementary school, like I would win writing awards and like I would create stories, um, poems, just kind of whatever came to mind. And that was my release, right? I never thought of it as like a real job. I just thought of it as like a really cool hobby and like putting words together and making things make sense. Um, I went to college to be a diplomat at like one of the top foreign service schools in the country. What? <laughs> I didn't know about that. Um, you know, and I was supposed to travel and like do all these things and I just kind of always kept writing in my back pocket. Um, I think somewhere in that experience I was tired of like the macro econ and the like international finance classes and like all of these things that I was taking to join the UN. And um, I took a playwriting class. And my professor was, like, Australian, like, super dope, down to earth. And we just, like, sat on the yard. Um, I went to a PWI, but whatever, the yard. And, <laughs> and we were looking at this tree. And, I, like, I remember we had to write a, like, a, write a play about the tree. And I wrote this thing um, called Headspace. Um, no, 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 sorry. It wasn't Headspace. I wrote this thing called Burnt Libraries. And it was about the tree. Um, that's very different. It's just very different, <laughs> totally different genre, totally different like text. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I just felt like I could do this thing, right? Um, and then I started just flirting with the idea of not, you know, going the diplomat route um, and leaving my diplomatic immunity behind. <laughs> RIP to that opportunity. Wow. And yeah. um, I moved to Atlanta, just started going on informationals, um, and just asking people like, what do I do if I want to write for the industry? Because I was just figuring it out. Uh, figuring it out um, and then I moved out here and then just kind of hit the ground running and I've kind of been writing producing um, I directed a short film like I just you know like you do whatever you, you can manager. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. rep rep y'all yes. like, yes. yes. um, and I and I definitely think like it, it all goes back to like the very first short story that I can remember in elementary school um Gosh, I don't remember what it was called, mm. but it was one of those writing exercises, and it was about this little person that was trapped in a pickle jar, and they had to get out of the pickle jar. That was their, like, quest. But, you know, it's, like, pickle juice, and it's slimy, and, like, there was someone coming to eat the pickles. Like, it was a whole thing. And I thought it was super, like, innovative and, like, original, and then I saw the borrowers, and I was just like, oh, okay, just kidding. Like, someone else had this idea. Um <laughs> But at that time, I thought, like, wow, Clay, like, you're so amazing. Like, your ideas are just so, like, riveting and interesting. Um, but <laughs> yes, still, like, I right. think I have great ideas now, you know, but it's always good to do a quick Google search and make sure that's real. you're not the only one. Uh, but that was my journey. Great. Cool. Alex? So, okay. Yeah. Tell us. Come on. Tell us. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it... It seems like all of our stuff dates back to when we were kids, right? Yeah. This love of creation. So for me, it started when I was in a playground in elementary school and I wrote my first poem, right? Had the idea for it and I was like racing back to my classroom to write it down. But I did that and my parents put me in musical performance camps as a kid just because I was really rambunctious, had a lot of energy mm -hmm. and, you know, I did gymnastics and all that stuff growing up. So I was more performance oriented as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I told you guys the story of how I had like a camera and I was taking photographs and I took yes. photographs of all this dead grass, but there was one blade of living grass. So I was always searching <laughs> for, <laughs> always searching for the nugget, you know? But um, yeah, so I just had this love for acting.
acting and then I started modeling when I was 12 and you know being a tall skinny chick in the south is not cute until <laughs> until you start you know modeling people are like oh this is a thing that people like and I'm mm-hmm. so thankful that you know I wasn't just going to be awkward forever mm-hmm. but yeah so I did that and in college you know created films with SE and a few of our friends and I just continued to pursue it and then I moved to New York and really focused on acting uh, a lot of commercial acting and all of that and just fell in love with performance and I was actually thinking about it the other day like mm-hmm. you know getting back to your first love and why you do what you do because those desires and those ideas change as we get older so like what is the true like feeling that you're pursuing so it's not necessarily about the way that it manifests in your life but what is that feeling it gives you right and for me performance creation is this feeling of freedom mm-hmm. and like otherness that you get to step into mm-hmm. So I love being a kid and being able to step into another person's body and experience. And I feel like that's what we get to do now as mm-hmm. professionals, telling these stories, telling our own stories, but that of people that come out of our imaginations, you know, right. and it's just this really beautiful thing that we get to do. Um, and so, yeah, I lived in New York, did that professionally, then moved here two years ago, I've been doing that and then, you know, expanding in other ways and in business and entrepreneurship, but that's how I got into the industry. Okay, good. Okay, that's right. Yeah, so. You know what's really interesting about what you said, Alice? I feel like the takeaway is that, like, our child selves knew exactly who we yes. were supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. we were, like, yeah. fight. Yeah, we were fighting it <laughs> and trying to do other things and trying to pursue other interests. And it's just like, no, like, listen to your heart. Like, kid Essie, kid yeah. Alex, kid Kalisha. Like, they knew, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I just feel like, you know, kids don't get enough credit, right? Oh, when yeah. they say they want to be something, like, yeah. you know, maybe you should believe them. Because, yeah. um, like, I feel like we're all super passionate now and um, 100% driven toward this goal. And it's so hard to be happy in life. Yeah. So better to be happily or struggling to pursue the things that you think will make you happy than to just be, like, clocking in and doing the thing that's, like, just draining you, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Without doing the thing that you're passionate about on the side of it. Right, least, at least you know? something. Yeah. You but know? the cool thing is that we've all pursued, like, we're, you know, about to hit, we're knocking on 30, yeah. almost, in a, in a, in a few <laughs> 30 years. like, hello! Hello! Like, hey, bro. Are you there? Hello! <laughs> hello! And so, but it's, it's yeah. amazing that we are pursuing it, but we're also pursuing it wisely, mm-hmm. and... I think I'm really proud of both of you for being businesswomen and being business-oriented, and thinking about how you build a career and a life out of what mm-hmm. you want to do. We're not just out here like, what do they call it? Um, starving artists? Yeah. That ain't us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we <eat>. <laughs> so it's really beautiful to see that. And I'm just, yeah, I'm excited to see where we all go. I think listening back to this in five, ten years is going to be crazy. Right. You know? So... Yay for us. Yay for us working together on, what is this thing we're doing together? Goals and shit. I love you guys taking the cues. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, And where can people find us if they want to watch our show, get connected? They can go to Goals and Shit. On IG, Instagram for the mommies. Yes. Um, and just follow us, like, support, comment, like, tell your friends. We love you. Hey. hey.